Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you for being here uh, with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. The uh, <laughs> I love the woman who uh, who got bingo yesterday. Mm-hmm. Claimed that Pat's headphones being too loud. It was a free square. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Pretty much is. Hear that tinny yeah. squeal in there? Yeah, I got it. I okay. I have to get the earbuds back because these just you know you can't. They they leak. Leakages. They leak. Leakages. There's leakages, and that's why there's feedback. <laughs> uh, so the only way it. to go is to try to get another pair of a thousand dollar headphones. Oh, right. Ugh. Ah! Hmm. It's because they got to take a mold of your ears. They have to do all that stuff. Yeah, they're really high tech. And they, and they apparently lost your old mold at the doctor. Can you office. lose my old mold? How? I mean, I mean, I think they ran out of like ear mold space or something. Jeez. Uh, it's so in the back room. No, there. you look like an idiot. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> Martin. That is not for us. That's for the tree. That's for the tree. The dead tree looks like yeah. an idiot. Yeah, especially the pine uh, trees with the attitude. Right? Oh, my goodness. I mean, right? I've got good news, though. Uh, Major League Baseball starts today, opening oh, day. Oh, it's opening day, yeah. yeah. Wow. Of course, opening day already happened in Japan last week. Mm, that's but this is uh, America's opening day, I guess. Wow, that really... You threw cold so, water on that, I kind of did, didn't I? Mm. Yeah. So, <laughs> gosh, the first of 162 games. Uh, <laughs> I'm really nervous. <laughs> <laughs> You can Do we only, have time to recover? You can only lose about 90 before you're out of it. And so uh, you really got to be careful uh, in baseball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get more than a, a two-game losing streak. Boy, you're in Yeah, trouble. it's over. No, that, 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 that is true. I mean, football, mm-hmm. every game is critical. Yes. Especially college yes. football. Baseball, not so much. Baseball, I mean, look, you could take a month off. I mean, I love it. I love baseball, but good golly, 162 games. My son, my oldest son, uh, is so into the Astros that he watches every single game. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just like, uh, I watch every Braves game. No, I'm sorry. I'm not going to. Do you really? Absolutely. Absolutely. Every game? Every game. And then if I'm not, if I have to mow or something like that, then it's. Than the earbuds. You know, not air headphones, but earbuds. I don't even watch every game of BYU baseball, and they only play, I don't know, 52 hmm. or so. Uh, they're having a great season, by the way. 18-5. Wow. 18-5. Nice win uh, the other night o- over Oregon. Yeah, I got a big series coming up this weekend. So hmm. I know a lot of people have been curious about that. <laughs> yeah. I haven't heard a BYU update in a while. There yeah. you go. And Nebraska, what are they, 12-7, <clears throat> and seven, did we say yesterday? Uh, Most of their baseball? games have been like Is it baseball or softball? Been, baseball. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's been rained out up there because it's been terrible. Mer- oh my gosh! The flooding and stuff. Yeah. Mercury One is still. Speaking of which, yeah, yeah. Mercury One is there. Uh, <clears throat> the flooding is, of course, taking a toll. But thank you for responding, and yes. and please continue to do that if if you can. We still need a lot of help there. Our partner Operation Blessing reports that uh, recovering uh, recovery efforts are going well, but they just need more people to help. It's the worst nat- natural disaster Nebraska has ever experienced. Out of 93 co- uh, counties, 79 of them are in a state of emergency. 79! So Operation Blessing has set up their volunteer command center at Fremont Nazarene Church in Fremont, Nebraska. I don't, I don't know where that is. It is you? just to the west of Omaha, and that town <laughs> has been completely cut off from the rest of is the world. Is it suburban Omaha? Yeah, it, or it, is it? 
Okay. Basically, now mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, Oma's grown so much. Uh, check the website for more information on uh, how you can help. Just go to mercuryone.org, get all the information. If you're in the area, uh, we really count on you to, to help. We really rely on each other. So you can help Mercury One and work alongside our partners who are lifting the human spirit in times of disaster. Thanks for, thanks for being willing to help rescue and rebuild and restore. Because, man, when you've been hit with a disaster like this, you just, I mean, it's, you could lose all hope. Yeah, and this is hit close to home for our family. Uh, Carrie's aunt lives in Fremont. And oh, wow. For, I think, over a week, she could not get to her house, and she suffered some property damage. So um, they really need your uh, prayers and support if you can offer it. Is her house livable? Is it, yeah, is there's okay? going to be some repairs, but yeah, uh, yeah she well, got lucky. Well, no doubt there's going to be repairs necessary. Yeah. Uh, all right, 888 um, The fallout from the Mueller report continues. Good golly. The, uh, the hysteria over this thing is pretty amazing. It's, uh, it's incredible. And then when you look at, when you look back at what the media said about this, <laughs> and then that he was completely exonerated of any collusion. There's no doubt. They just said, no, there's no collusion. Uh, there's no evidence of any collusion from Trump or anybody in his campaign, which surprised me. I thought, you know, maybe somebody in the campaign. I don't know, maybe Don Jr. with that meeting uh, with the Russian. But not even that. <laughs> not even that. Uh, and if as you go back down memory lane oh. uh, with these people, it's somewhat interesting. Does the public understand just how much trouble the president is in. To believe that the president isn't compromised requires mm-hmm. such a leap of faith. I think we have Doesn't all the it? proof we need of a scandal that's uh, arguably worse than Watergate. Do we know if there is still this belief and aspect right. that the president is working for the Russians? I can't answer that. The U.S. Okay. president possibly mm-hmm. working for the Russians. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly an unwitting pawn. Now here's uh-huh. what the president said when asked if he was a secret Russian agent. The president did not directly answer the question. Why not just say no if that's the answer? There is tons of proof of potential collusion. Oh, we have dramatic tons. evidence of collusion. How, how is Listen it not this. collusion? How is all of that not collusion? The collusion piece of this, piece uh-huh. by piece, starting to be built out. A political hurricane is out there at seas for him. We'll call it. Hurricane Vladimir, if you Thank will. Donald Trump knows oh, the noose is tightening. The noose is tightening. Mm-hmm. The, the noose is tightening. The noose is tightening, if you will. Tightening around and I will. The, president. the noose is tightening. And I think it's they're tightening. shocked that the noose is tightening. They, and mm-hmm. that people might go to jail. He knows he and POTUS are going to prison. Well, I think they're all going <laughs> to end up together in prison. And maybe that's a good thing. Oh, my thing. God. <laughs> you might be in legal jeopardy because of the Mueller investigation. But are you scared that you could go to jail? Uh, the walls appear to be closing in on the president. The, the investigative walls are closing, walls are closing, closing in. in. Mm-hmm. He feels the walls closing, closing in. in. The walls are closing, closing in. in. Trump resigns, mm-hmm. quote, once Mueller closes in on him and the family. Anybody that so writes great. an op-ed and suggests that Donald uh-huh. Trump has not put himself directly in the target mm-hmm. of an obstruction charge then, is just fooling themselves and uh-huh. some very, very stupid, ill-informed readers. Now who looks stupid and ill-informed? Uh, morning cup of postum guy, huh? Mm-hmm. Who? Back of counts uh, of you. obstruction of justice that could be fatal to the Trump <clears throat> presidency. The House is going to have little choice the way this is going 
other uh, than the start of impeachment proceedings. Uh, the subpoena choice. could relate to two areas <laughs> of the probe that might ultimately lead to Trump's impeachment. They are the kind of offenses uh, that would call for impeachment hearings. Mm-hmm. If someone walked in my office and said I was a subject of a multi-year criminal investigation led right. by former FBI Director Robert Mueller, I'd wet yeah. my pants. I'll Mueller you reminds would. me of the starfish <laughs> which gets itself tightly around when the clam and uses all its stuff mm-hmm. to weaken and pry open the clam. Now this is a battle to the death uh-huh. as far as the clam is concerned. Right. If the starfish is able to open him even a little bit, he can get op- him open all the way. And that's <laughs> it, of course, for the clam. He's the starfish's lunch. Okay. All right. That's great. But my favorite, I think my favorite came from Joy Behar. God. Oh, breaking oh. news. ABC <laughs> News' Brian Ross mm-hmm. is reporting Michael Flynn promised full cooperation to the mm-hmm. Mueller team and is prepared to testify that as a candidate, Donald Trump directed him to make contact with the Russians. Yes! Uh, okay. You're happy. Um, I mean, obviously, completely wow. wrong. Uh-huh. Uh, completely uh, misinformed. But... Does that border on, I mean, that is like, that's treason to cheer against your country, isn't it? It's like you are cheering for your president to be a Russian agent. That was. That is unbelievable to me. Oh, straight. That is unbelievable. And the audience, the lemmings in the audience. I mean, you don't expect anything good coming out of Joy Behar, the the worst named person on the face of this planet. Uh, But. The audience, why? Why are you happy that the president, and he didn't, fortunately, why Why would you be happy that he was in league with Russia? That's she was crazy. And she was so giddy, she oh. couldn't even get to the end of the sentence. They were all giddy about it, Keith, all of them. All the media were completely giddy about it and went to lunch together at Chipotle <laughs> with... Michael Beelzebub. No, that's Michael Beetlejuice. Um, River now. Michael Beetle Bailey. Yeah, we'll go with that. All right, <laughs> we'll, we'll go with that. Go with that one. Wow, <laughs> that's uh. Michael. <laughs> there we go. Michael Zha Beetlebomb. I had to throw one more in there. That was good. I, I'd forgotten that one. Yeah. Uh, all right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Can you imagine rooting? And they used to say we were rooting against uh, Obama. No, we were rooting against a socialist agenda, but not against the president himself. I didn't want the nation to fail, and I didn't want the president to fail. I wanted him to do good things. And did we cheer when he did things that we hated? No. Not once. Not ever. Cheered when his, when his term finally ended. That's for sure. Uh, we were dang happy about that. But this is a sickness. I mean, it is a derangement syndrome. It is a mental disease. They are so freaky hateful to this guy. And it just, I mean, I know I, I, I know he's not super presidential-ish. Uh, he, he's not, he doesn't fit the mold. I, I think we can all <laughs> recognize that. He doesn't fit the mold of what we think of when you think of a president. But that's why he was elected. We wanted somebody... It was a little rough around the edges, a little bit gruff, and somebody who wasn't going to just take it all. And so, uh, but the hatred 
is so unhinged. I, I don't understand it. I mean, I obviously we fought against him when he was running when he during the campaign. I, I wanted Ted Cruz. That was pretty clear. Uh, and so we were rooting for Ted Cruz. And I didn't think he was an ideal choice. <laughs> but why would you hate him as much as they do? It's really... Uh, I've never seen anything like it. I really have never seen anything like it. It's dangerous for a country to be in that position where you're actively cheering... Yeah, against your president. You, when you think that your president was in touch with the Russians... To get and you're glad. Yeah, I mean, they, that was like a party there. <laughs> oh, strange. It really was. And, and I mean, it's in a disturbing. normal society, the crowd and the host would have said it with a with a like sullen face right. and been just like, oh, exactly. you could have heard a gasp in the audience. Right. No, it was party time at The View. It seriously was. Uh, the only person on that panel who was, and she, I think she was trying to say, because when you see the video of it, you look at Meghan McCain and she's like, "What? why are you happy about that? <laughs> why are you happy about that? Doesn't, seriously, does not make a lick of sense. Not a lick. Uh, 888-900-3393. And of course, uh, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, let me tell you about WaxRx real quick. When was the last time you had your ears professionally cleaned? Have you ever done that? You go into the doctor's office and they they shoot that uh, fire hose inside your ear. <laughs> it kind of feels like a fire hose. It's just a really strong stream in there. And if you're AOC, the water ends up on the other side of your other ear coming out. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, uh-huh. I, uh, it would be fun to see, actually. I'd like to be there for that. Um, but uh, it's an expensive process because you've gone to the doctor. Well, WaxRx uses a physician-developed technology. It safely and effectively removes the wax buildup with just the right amount of pressure. Then it soothes your ear with a pH-conditioned formula. And now you can use WaxRx without a prescription. No more expensive trips to the doctor necessary. Try the WaxRx system risk-free today. Just go to usewaxrx.com and enter the offer code RADIO at checkout. You'll get free shipping. This is a real solution, and it's a great one. It's worked for absolutely, literally, everyone I've ever uh, known about who's used it. UseWaxRx.com. Offer code radio. UseWaxRx.com. Unleashed. I got some tweets here. Mike Lee's Tonton. Uh ear mold. Is that something uh Jeffy has? Uh yes. Yeah, it is. He's got ear mold. <laughs> Tempestuous Sally uh tweets. Wait, what? How dare they speak of nooses? Racists! Right. Yeah. yeah the noose is tightening. Huh. And what if this were Obama under investigation oh, like that? They would not be boy. saying that. That's for sure. That is for sure. Mm-hmm. Land of the Fleek tweets, All this proof that the left is completely wrong sends a thrill up my leg. <laughs> That's and true. It's, it is true. And from Keystone Pig, Whoa, uh, Joe Scarborough Trump as a target of something? Uh-huh. Are you out of your mind? Wow. Your ilk told us that words like that were Dog whistles for violence. There you go. Hey. That's right. 
Mm-hmm. Gotta be more. Uh, gotta be careful. Gotta be careful in the media. Watch your words. I mean, do you remember how uh, how violent uh, Sarah Palin was with the Target thing? She drew a Target right on a district. Wow. <laughs> remember that? I do. And now they're using the same ugly language, the same violent rhetoric. Sad. It's sad and uh, and it's pathetic. Uh, we've got a, uh, I think we have a Jussie update here. Uh, I love Jussie updates. As we continue to explore Jussie's hoax. Why did you drop the charges like that? On oh. Jussie's hoax. There you go. Cute, right? Have you yes. written that down yet? Uh, yes. To... I've written it down. Yes. I've got a whole song, and I just yes. can't do it. I don't know why. I just can't bring myself to do it. What? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait. What? Wait, you need a voice to do it? You do it like Bill Clinton. Now, he's a known liar. <laughs> right? Do it like yeah. Jussie's yeah. hoax. Uh, I want Jesse. Maybe. Maybe I could do that. Let's do that. Maybe. I could. I could. <laughs> uh, Katie Tour. Oh, that's wait. Oh, that's no, that's, uh, that's on a deal, uh, different deal. Yeah. Uh, the update for Jussie is that the FBI is reviewing the circumstances surrounding the dismissal of criminal charges. This thing might not be over. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, first of all, I heard that Empire was keeping him, and they were defiant about it, and they were kind of in your face. Yeah, we'll see a Wednesday night. Then there's an article. There was a headline on the Drudge Report. That Empire is returning next year, Smollett is not. Well, then you Aww. read the article; it's not quite what? cut and dried. And they, he may or he may not. We don't know for sure yet. They haven't made that decision. Uh, but all sixteen felony disorderly conduct counts against Smollett for lying to police were dropped in exchange for community service, which he already served, and forfeit. Uh, forfeiture of his ten thousand dollar bond payment. Hasn't he suffered enough, Pat? No, he hasn't. <laughs> not be, he hasn't begun to suffer enough for this. Uh-huh. CPD released those uh, records in response to a Freedom of Information Act request on Wednesday. Not realizing, oopsie daisies, Uh-oh. was that part of the judge's order from, <laughs> to seal all criminal records related to? This? Uh, wow, our bad. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> Sorry. That is awesome. Uh, that's so great. Somebody's <laughs> awesome in the police department. Wait, what? Oh, I didn't even think of that. Huh. Hmm. That's part of the sealed order. Wow. I wish we hadn't done that. Shoot, ding, darn, dang it. Well, we're going to stop right now. Right about I'm going to can... give you 15 minutes to stop yeah. releasing documents, and then I'm going to get really pissed. <laughs> Once the department was made aware, of uh-huh. course. That the records were part of the judge's order to seal. They stopped the release of any oh, other documents. Too bad. They could have taken the phone off the hook. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, sorry, it was busy. We didn't hear you ring through <laughs> when you wanted that. Uh, <laughs> a spokesperson for the uh, for the department uh, declined to comment. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Yeah. Uh, State's attorney Kim Fox defended her office's decision to drop all charges. I believe this is a just outcome based on the circumstances. By the way. The prosecutors continue to state, they believe he's guilty. He continues to state, I've been completely exonerated. This shows I'm completely uh, innocent of all of these charges. And no, it doesn't. And the prosecutor said so repeatedly. Fox said the practice of dropping charges in exchange for community service and restitution is not uncommon 
for the class four felonies that Smollett was charged with. But this was such a high profile case and uh, it could have really gotten ugly Mm -hmm. if we hadn't found out so quickly that he was lying. There could have been riots. This is the kind of thing that brings on riots and looting in cities. And I would have expected in a sane world that to be taken into account by any judge that would have sentenced him. But of course, we don't live in a sane world, so can't even get there. Right. Uh, Even as Fox said Smollett received no special treatment, officials in her office were circulating a memo that raised fresh questions. Mm. Huh. Um, So Smollett, uh, what is it you scrubbed here? Let me see. Oh, the attorney was on... uh uh, they might go after the phone. You can't read that. <laughs> that was, no, so, 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 let me, so we let me have back a video. Up for a second. Let me back up for a second. Yeah. So they circulated this email that mm-hmm. they got released, you know, accidentally You're by right. the police department. Yeah. I mean, said, that was hey, just a mistake. They didn't realize yeah, that was part sure. of the, the gag order. Let's find out. Has, has this happened before where, where we've had charges drop when someone has basically been indicted 16 times? And then, then the chutzpah of mm-hmm. Smollett's lawyer showing up on Good Morning America yesterday talking about the police. That's the video clip we have Holy here. Holy cow. You so the question. attorney. Uh, you said clearly you think the police are not telling the truth about Jesse. Are you going to sue? We're weighing our options now. For Jesse, what's really important is he really just wants his career and his life back. Again, he did not ask for any of this. He was a victim of a crime. This has completely spiraled out of control and become a political... Um, event at this point and his goal and focus right now is just getting his life back on track he has not even started healing from the initial attack because he's been dealing with everything that's happened since then i don't know i mean we're we're shocked at the mayor and the police superintendent doubling down yesterday when the prosecutor after a dispassioned look Mm -hmm. at the evidence realized that this does not hold up and chose that is not what they realized dismiss all counts and it's not what they realized pumpkin um so at this point we're going to weigh our options and see and see how this develops uh wow i mean the giblets here it's just amazing can we go back to the very beginning there's another thing that really bugs me i do believe she said the word weighing uh, I don't know why people do this, but there's that hard G sound at the at uh-huh. the end of the. Uh, we're weighing our options. Is it fair to say that's a pat pet peeve? Oh, definitely. That's a that's absolutely a pat pet peeve. One of my biggest. Uh-huh. I have a son-in-law who says the hard G at the end of words. Oh, <laughs> it's so stupid. And you live stay in the family. <laughs> we're going to the store. <laughs> what you're going to the store? <laughs> Why would you be going to the store? Uh-huh. A lot of people are going to the store, <laughs> but you are going. Uh, I bet. I bet it's fun to uh, be your son. Oh, right? it's a joy. It's a... We'll have to ask him sometime. We'll uh-huh. see what a joy it okay. is. Can we, can we play the beginning of that? Yeah, clip play again? the play the very beginning. Uh, final question. Uh, you've said clearly you think the police are not telling the truth about Jesse. Are you going to sue? <clears throat> We're weighing our options now for yeah. Jesse. We're weighing, really- <laughs> we're weighing our options right now. I don't know why that happens. Why? Why? Why does that happen to people? Why? why? I, I don't know. Why? Oh, why? 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 But it is good to know they're weighing their options. Uh, <laughs> so, and the FBI is reviewing their circumstances of uh, this whole thing and, and the charges all being dropped all of a sudden. Because something's wrong here, you know? I don't know if this is intervention by some, uh, you know, 
powerful person in the Obama camp or if he's friends of somebody or who knows what kind of arrangement was made behind the scenes. But what a strange situation that all of a sudden, out of the blue, this guy who has caused all this ruckus, nope, we're not going to charge him. Bye-bye. Well, that just, (laughs) what does that tell the American people? If you're powerful, if you have influence, if you're on television, you can do pretty much whatever you want. Incite riots if you want, and you can get away with it. If you're part of special protected groups, we're not going to do anything to you. Now, if you're a white guy, uh, we're going to have to put the hammer down on you, of course. Because you've experienced way too much white privilege in your lifetime. And we've got to overcompensate for that now and put the (laughs) hammer down on your head. (sighs) It's amazing. What a great world we live in. Isn't it? I love it. It gets more and more fun every single day. Yeah, and then he picks up that paper that you have in your hand. Ugh. It's more and more fun every single day. Oh, here's a story about AOC. <laughs> Apparently, her rise to stardom is leaving her constituents in the dust. Um, people are starting to get a little irritated with her because she's not doing anything except grandstanding everywhere mm-hmm. she can. At Ricky's Cafe, which is a diner across the street from Ocasio-Cortez's newly opened district office in Jackson Heights, staff and customers said their congresswoman lost touch with them since she went to Capitol Hill less than three months ago. Uh, Waitress Barbara Nossel, 55, said, I see her on TV a lot, but not in the neighborhood. You're supposed to come to the people without the media. You're one of us. You worked in a bar. You're not a princess. That's great. Um, Like, whatever, you know, and like, or whatever, like, just like. Uh, Although voters perceive a distance between themselves and their representative in Congress, uh, they said they were not giving up on her yet and could vote for her re-election in 2020. Well, we'll see, because I'll bet you she's primaried. Yeah. She has just over a year and a half uh, to prove herself to these people. Um, lawyer Manuel Fabin, a registered Democrat in her district, said people are billing her as a superstar. I think she doesn't have enough experience. He said her policies lack substance and depth. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That's true. The Green Deal, the Green New Deal, looks good on paper. No, it, it, it really doesn't, uh, Manuel. It really doesn't. But I'm reluctant to give the government so much power, and I don't think this country is ready to embrace a socialist platform, and I don't think we ever will be. Wow! Thank you! But I'm willing to give her a chance. And that's from the the same guy who said the Green New Deal looks good on paper? Yeah. Yes. That's a conflicted soul. It really kind of is, yeah. There isn't a single serious idea here. (laughs) Uh, Some in the district were uncomfortable with uh, her socialist, socialist ideas. Others said they now uh, don't believe what she says. I admire her oomph. <laughs> She's Puerto Rican. She's fighting for middle America, according to Iris Acosta. Uh, I just don't like her being too fast in your face. Go a little slower and she could do a lot. Her office refused to answer repeated inquiries by the Washington Times about her constituents' complaints. Yeah, I bet they did. Um, they're, they're not going to... If they acknowledge that her actual constituents, the people in the hood, uh, are starting to get upset with her, mm-hmm. uh, that would be 
That would be catastrophic. Yeah, I for do them. like the tweet though that we got of all the accomplishments she's had here lately since she got into office. There. There's a lot. This yeah. is from uh, Tom Elliott. He tweeted uh, the AOC record so far: eighty-two days on the job, forty thousand jobs destroyed, two ethics complaints, zero votes for Green New Deal, and forty-four thousand uses of the word "like." Um, like whatever you know, and like or whatever, like just like. <laughs> Thank you. Like, uh, whatever, Joseph Crouch for uh, alerting the <laughs> us great. To that tweet. <laughs> All right. Also, uh, let me tell you about Riduzone. Riduzone was launched by a local company that produced a metabolite of olive oil, and they created this patented product. It helps you control your appetite and speeds up your metabolism to help you lose weight and burn fat. Um, there's a big study lasted six years, and it showed that when you do lose weight, your body thinks you're sick, and so it slows down your metabolism to give you a chance to gain that wonderful weight back. So considerate. Um, but maybe you don't want that consideration. <laughs> That's where Reduzone comes in. It speeds back up your metabolism, and uh, and it controls your appetite for you. So for a short time still, we do have the 30% off deal because you listen to this show. Go to Reduzone.com. R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E dot com. Enter the promo code PAT. You'll get 30% off a three-month supply. It's RidUZone.com. Offer code PAT. It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blakes. Great to have you with us. 888-727-BECK. Lawmakers are introducing a bill that would grant Puerto Rico statehood. There's a bipartisan group of lawmakers introducing this legislation today that if if voted on, um, it would make Puerto Rico the 51st state. Now, I, I guess that, and without a ref- referendum on the island's uh, status, apparently Puerto Rico wants this now? Because yeah, yeah. I think they go back and forth on this. I think there's a pretty vocal, maybe it's a minority now, that doesn't want to be a state. No, I think voted on <clears> twice <throat> by the people down there, if I'm not mistaken. I think. Hmm. Right? I think that might be in the story. I don't know. So uh, the bill will be unveiled today by Darren Soto, a Democrat who represents <clears throat> parts of Orlando and its large Puerto Rican community. And uh, it will be attended by the island's governor, Ricardo Rossello a vocal supporter of Puerto Rican statehood and a very vocal uh, opponent of Donald Trump. (laughs) Trump uh, is not pleased because, you know, obviously he's got a little war going with this guy. If enacted, though, it would automatically trigger the island's admission into the union, bypassing any referendum. Uh, It is absurd that in the 21st century, the world's greatest democracy... We're not a democracy. Still possesses territories in which citizens are not allowed the fundamental right to vote for their president. It's shameful and it must end, according to a Puerto Rican government official. We applaud Representative Soto for stepping up to right this wrong. It is it is interesting, isn't it? Because yeah, they've been a they've been a territory a long time, and you said they have two referendums now. So they've, they've passed. They've, they've passed yeah. in so, Puerto Rico. So the citizens want it. So they want it. Mm-hmm. And the House is going to give it to them. 
I just I'm not sure I want the uneven number. That's there. A, that's what I'm stuck on. I kind of I'm kind of bothered. I mean, Fifty I'm, is perfect. I'm not right. Buying, I'm not buying new flags. <clears throat> I'm, no. I might pencil one in, but I'm not buying new flags, man. Not happening. Can you imagine 51 stars? Where do you put weird. it? I don't know. Just like you some make random... the stars smaller or make the blue field larger. I got it. I got it. I've got it. Make Puerto Rico a state, but on the same vote, there's like an amendment that kicks California out of the union. <laughs> okay. And we stay yeah, okay. And California can do their okay. own thing. You know? Ow. Okay. Get you, out. You talked me into <laughs> it. twist your arm too Yes, that hurt. Ow. <laughs> okay. So I like it. California, Puerto Rico trade, done. Mm-hmm. Of course, you're giving up some commerce if you do that. Puerto Rico, not quite as uh, lucrative. California is a uh, taker, right? Yeah. When it comes uh, to the federal uh, I handouts? don't know. I mean, it's the, what, seventh largest economy in the world? Hmm. So I, I don't know. That's I fine. doubt they get more. Maybe, but I that would be hard. I'm That's a lot out. of money. I'm going to find out right now. In the past seven years, Puerto Rican government has held two referendums on the status. In both cases, voters chose statehood. But because any change of uh, in status requires congressional approval, the results were symbolic. It could secure passage in the Democrat-controlled House, but it will almost certainly be opposed by Trump and uh, the Senate. Trump said last year, he's an absolute no on Puerto Rican statehood as long as San Juan's mayor is in office. And, of course, the governor, he doesn't like him either. So there you go. Um, And, of course, President Trump has said in the past about Puerto Rico. This is an island. Surrounded by water, big water, ocean water. <laughs> yeah, it's priceless. And he, you can't argue with that. No. That is what Puerto Rico is. <clears throat> it's an island surrounded by water. Well, big water. Thank you. you got to clarify. Ocean water. He's right about that. Is there anybody? I suppose the media will defy him on it. And oppose him on that, but he's right. I, you know, listen to it again. Tell me what where the problem is here. This is an island. Yeah, okay. surrounded by, by water, water, big water, big ocean water, water. If it was an island surrounded by tiny water, mm-hmm. that'd be one thing. Well, but then it would be a lake that it was in the middle of. <laughs> but as he, the president clarified, or a pond. What if it was an island in like a pond like I have in my neighborhood? Then that's tiny water, hmm. you know. Um, this is big water. But this is big water. It's ocean water. So. I mean, I don't want my states <laughs> surrounded by tiny water. I I don't know anybody who says, any American who's clamoring for, hey, when are we going to finally get Puerto Rico into the United States? It's got to be a trade, man. And should should we, though? I mean, you know, legitimately. Should Puerto Rico be uh, allowed into the United States as um, an official state, not a not? Are a you territory. saying just straight up to be straight the 51st? Up. Yep. You're not saying the Keith poll nope. that should be up there? I'm not trade up w- for California, Massachusetts, or New no. Jersey. I mean, would I love to? Yes, but that's not going to happen. So straight up, should Puerto Rico be admitted to the union? I, I if you take politics out, I guess sure. But politics enter into it. And you're going to have another super liberal state, mm-hmm. aren't you? You're just—I mean—we're going to have another state in which how many people live there? Like three and a half million, something like that, would be my guess. 
Because San Juan's pretty big. Uh, $3 million? 3.19. 3. 3.19. What a good guess. Wow. Good. Uh, so anyway. And you didn't go over when you, when you, when you bid. So I, I could have won on the Price is Right. I think you're Bob Barker right now. Right. Spinning the wheel whatnot. <laughs> is Bob still alive? He's alive, right? Yeah, he's alive. Yeah, all right. Yeah, but he's not doing the show. Triple eight nine nine. No, not for some time now. Right, okay, well, I mean. <laughs> not for some time. 95. Wow. Yeah, he's old, man. man. He is old. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. We got some new hashtags by the, uh, you know, the. Twitterverse people. Oh yeah, the Patheads. Hashtag Patheads uh, mm-hmm. came in with some uh, some new hashtags. New hashtags. For hashtag the show. I saw Keith doing yard work and then you fill in the blank or hashtag Chuck E. Cheese band Jeffy because <laughs> fill in the blank from uh, Just Too Muck and Fudge. Chuck E. Cheese band Jeffy because ball pit didn't mean what he thought it meant. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. I don't. I don't get it. I don't either. What do you mean? I don't know what's uh, going on. Boo cow tweets. Chucky Cheese banned Jeffy because Jeffy was taking pictures of Chucky for uh, Jeffy's website. <sighs> Tempestuous Sally, Chucky Cheese banned Jeffy because Jeffy. <laughs> Enough said there. Uh, Chucky Cheese banned Jeffy from uh, Nobody Important because the tube slide had to, dis- had to be disassembled by the fire department after Jeffy got stuck. Oh, that's <laughs> true. That's, yeah, that's unfortunate. You know, that would happen. That would happen. Uh, and Muffer Squish. I saw Keith doing yard work and alerted the yoga ladies. There would soon be more dead trees to talk to. (laughs) This is part of the Bay Tree Pact. (laughs) And uh, I saw Keith doing yard work and paramedics are on standby. Now that's definitely true. Because he tends to hurt himself when he does yard work. Or or walks to the mailbox or bends Uh, over to pick something up. And Becky's cellmate (laughs) tweets. Wow. Uh, I mean... Uh, the names, the the handles of the Twitter verse are priceless mm-hmm. in so many cases here. Aunt Becky's cellmate, uh, somebody needs to check on Judy. If she listened to yesterday's show, her head probably exploded trying to find the Tauntauns and giant seahorses. Oh, That's a really good point. I am concerned about uh, Judy, and that's why we stopped the show and explained things mm-hmm. to her, so she doesn't get really, really angry. Uh <laughs> She's very literal. Very we literal. actually somebody turned up a video of oh, Judy when she was yeah. very very young. Old footage of a uh, mm-hmm. little kid Judy. She was apparently in a karate class <laughs> and taking her teacher very very literal with everything he did. Here's a look at uh, that footage. pizza. <laughs> <laughs> All right, she's doing everything he does. He points at the wood. She points at the wood. He pretends to smash it. She pretends to... But he wants her to really smash it. See, this is just encoded in Judy's DNA. She's done it her whole life. So, wow. Yeah. I've been doing that for a while. She's just doing everything they're doing. Not what they want her to do. All right, so, I mean, that's adorable. That's cute. Eventually, at the end, she sits on it and smashes the board. So They have to they have pick her up. They pick her up and kind of drop her on it. butt down on it. All right. <laughs> like, enough adorable. We got to go. Oh, man. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. All right, Katie Tour has some moments every once in a while. Yeah. And she was on with um, Maisie 
Hirono from a Democrat from Hawaii. Now, Maisie is a big advocate. She's a huge proponent of uh, the Green New Deal. And yet, she didn't vote for it. So Katie Tour uh, asked her about it. <laughs> On the Green New Deal, there uh, was a procedural motion today. Why did so many Democrats yes. vote present on it instead of voting Thank yes you. for it? Good question. Because this was just a sham uh, so-called Wait. debate by Mitch mean? McConnell. He wanted to divide the, the Democrats. And the bottom Unreal. line is that the Green New Deal is an aspirational document that says we recognize the science behind climate change. Unlike Trump and the Republicans uh. and all of the climate deniers who want to stick their heads in the sand and make believe that, 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 that climate change is not happening. And all of the growing number so of natural disasters that are taking people's lives and costing our cities our businesses, our people, billions of dollars, which, by the way, even as we speak, we are going to be dealing with uh, the uh, disaster relief package because of all of these uh, many, many disasters, natural disasters that are hitting us more frequently and with greater No, no, uh, they're not. Impact. That's a lie. Well, an argument no. that you just made to vote yes for uh-huh. it? I mean, McConnell may be trying to okay. make it a show Thank vote, you. but if hey, you signed on to this, you're one of the co-authors right. of it, yes. if, if you believe that this is something that, even if it's aspirational, that needs to get done, why not take a stand and vote yes for it? Thank and you. here's what the Democrats a- stand for. Uh, we don't care that it's a show vote for Leader. Right. It seems like you're trying well, to have it care. both ways, not be hung well, by no. it politically, Great. but also not say that you don't support it. I disagree with you, Katie, that uh, why should we engage in, in a kind way? of, of sham shenanigans that Mitch McConnell is really good at? That is good for Katie Tour. Yeah. That doesn't happen very often, but every once in a while. I love Senator Hirono. The Green New Deal is a, quote, aspirational. Aspirational document. What the hell does that mean? What do you mean it's an aspirational document? Either you want it passed or you don't. What do you mean it's aspirational? Pathetic. You know where you can put that? You can put that right in your aspiration. That's where you can put it. Huh. Your Uh aspirational document. Come on now. Hashtag put that in your aspiration. I think just your aspiration. There isn't a single serious idea here. And it, obviously, that's true. Not one of them voted for it. Not one vote for this aspirational document. Shut up. If climate change is so real and it's happening so desperately right now, then vote for this stupid thing. Mm-hmm. She, they are trying to have it both ways. They don't want to be held uh, political liable for it, but they, they want to play to the extreme uh, wing of their base. And say, look it, I was all about this. I, I was all about this aspirational document. I just it's just pathetic. They're just two faced hypocrites. Yeah, hashtag put that in your aspiration. Exactly. Triple eight nine hundred Um from time to time we get some testimonials from our friends uh at home title lock. Uh but some of these are actually they're more like horror stories than uh, than stories. For instance, this one. She says, I heard you warn listeners about home title theft, but I didn't think we'd be victims. Yeah, that's the way it always is, right? Until we got a bank notice claiming we defaulted on home loans we never took out. Some thief stole our title online, forged our signature, stating he was the owner. Then he borrowed against our home and Stuck us with the payments. She concludes, our identity theft protection didn't stop it. The bank said it's our problem. 
and insurance didn't cover it. We've spent thousands trying to get our home back. You know, man, what a nightmare. You imagine this scenario? <clears throat> you don't want this to happen to you, so get some protection. As we've said, LifeLock is great for other forms of identity theft. They don't cover this. Title theft is a huge problem. That's why as soon as I found out about this from the people at Home Title Lock, I, I knew I had to sign up for it. I knew I had to have this, and you should too. For pennies a day, Home Title Lock puts a barrier around your home's title and mortgage. And they protect it. And when they detect anything going on, they shut it down. If you register your home right now, you'll get a free title scan and report. $100 value. They're going to throw that in. So go there now and get some protection for your title and your mortgage. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. He's Pat Gray. He's unleashed. And he's on the blades. All of that's true. Can't argue with any of it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter, as you've noticed. Uh, so, Barbara Bush uh, apparently blamed her some of her health problems on Donald Trump. She uh, she blames Trump for the for a health crisis. Uh, Susan Page from USA Today uh, talked about it. Here's, here's so what she Barbara said. Bush was a woman who had strong feelings. She reacted strongly to things. She either really liked you or she didn't like you at all. <laughs> and she was in, a woman who was inclined to let you know how she felt about you. And she did not like Donald Trump. Her, her antipathy to Donald Trump went back decades. In her diaries, at the point he was getting divorced from Ivana Trump, Weird. she wrote in her diaries about how little respect she had for him and how she felt that he symbolized the greed of the 1980s. So there was a long mm. history there. So in June of 2016, Barbara Bush is getting more and more anxious because not only has Jeb Bush left the race, but it looks more and more likely that Donald Trump is the Republican nominee. And she has what she called a heart attack. It was a crisis in her health. She thought she was going to die. And she blamed that on the angst she was feeling about Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, okay, so I guess it's not just <laughs> Democrats in the media who have, the, who have had or did have the Donald Trump derangement syndrome. <laughs> that is something else. Wow. And you're going to blame your health problems on him, too? Wow. Yeah, it's sad, but we we've lost her, so it's you know at this point, uh, she was old. Yeah, right. She was yeah. old and and not in great health. But that's interesting that her uh, that her animosity toward Trump went clear back to the eighties. Why? I mean, who, what do you, what do you care that he was a you know philandering guy who divorced his first wife? Yeah, that is. How did that affect curious. her? Yeah, it is curious. I do like the uh, Barbara Bush fun fact of her and Abigail Adams, the only women in American history to be both the wife and mother of U.S. presidents. Oh, yeah. That's fun. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's true. I should be doing this with my arm right now. Open your mouth. <clears throat> that's true. That's true. So. I'm just clearing some space. I had that's higher... true. Yeah. I, I sent Martin on a mission mm -hmm. yesterday to uh, find some more of those videos. So oh, yeah? I think going forward, you're going to see a lot of uh, tree pruning uh, between Good. Jamie and Lynn. It was horrible. <laughs> Sorry. I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, but how many, do they have a lot of videos? Like hundreds? Oh, they date back to 2012. All the way back to 2012. Did and do get, they do them how often? Do you know? 
Uh, I'm not sure, but they have a lot. <laughs> you, got, you got physically ill yesterday uh, when you were doing that, didn't you? Yeah, I had trouble driving home. <laughs> well, that's because you're not a higher consciousness. See, like, you got to get there. Yeah. You watch enough of those videos, you watch you'll enough, be there with them. You'll have a higher consciousness. I, I was very close to quitting yesterday. <laughs> oh. I, I pushed it a little too far, didn't I? Sorry. Thanks for your help. So it's a little something to look forward to, though. Uh, more of the moonbeams uh, talking to trees. and oh, Miriam is nodding. Yes. She's not arguing with that. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Do we that. still not know if they're mother daughter? Are they just friends? They have the same. Last I think name. they're mother daughter. See, I've been saying that, and nobody believes me. She went against her own belief structure there, having a child. Mm. That's strange. I, I want to talk to them. We should get okay. them on the air. That would be fun to to talk. You know, the other person we need to get is Greg uh, Wrightstone mm-hmm. on about this climate change thing because. Uh, the left is lying about it so much, and he's got that great book about the inconvenient facts surrounding climate change. Uh, so we'll talk to him about that eventually as well. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Great to have you with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, this comes in from Nana Pathead. Uh, hashtag Sucky doing yard work and CSI was wandering around the yard searching for body parts. Yes. Uh, Sean Perry who tweets Puerto Rico can't become the fifty first state until Jesse until Jeffy has stood at the northern southern eastern and western edges to verify that it wouldn't capsize Capsize. (laughs) uh from i look like an idiot wow we should have gotten little judy checked uh a long time ago (laughs) yeah the the signs were there they were they were and they were plentiful those signs uh triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three oh also this this ohio guy Still has a perfect NCAA tournament bracket going into this weekend's uh, March Madness games. Wow. Wow. He's 48 for 48 in calling the outcome. That is incredible. Yeah, at a certain point. There's one guy left, and it's him. At a certain point, you got enough games, right? (laughs) Greg, is it Nigel? He's 40 years old. He correctly predicted every single game through the first two rounds of the tournament. The odds of that, the odds of a perfect bracket at this point, about one in 281 trillion. Whoa. (laughs) One in 281 trillion. I swear, if this guy is the one who won the Powerball last night. (laughs) According to uh, NCAA.com, the longest streak they'd ever seen before this on their official brackets was 39 games in a row. He's up to 48. Good grief. Uh, Lives in Columbus, Ohio. He told um, the website about his strategy for filling out the bracket. Oh, here we go. Here's the key. I always watch bracketology. I listen to them, take into account what they say. And then, honestly, sometimes it's which teams I like better. 
<laughs> some cities I like better, some teams I like better, some coaches I like better. I do look at the rankings, too. It's a combination of things. Don't get me wrong. A bunch of this is luck. Mm-hmm. I know that. I'm not going to say I knew every matchup by any means. <clears throat> One in 281 trillion chance, and he's there. Now, if he continues, if he gets all, what are there, 96 games at the end? How many more? No, there's more than that, I think. But if he if he has a perfect bracket at the end, he wins one billion dollars. Wait, what? Right? What? Aren't they still doing that? Really? Yeah. the The offer was what? now that was last year and the year before. I, I assume what? they still have that because who's yeah. going to get it right? Uh-huh. Nobody. Well, what are the odds of him getting? Uh, and I think there's going to be eight, twelve, probably thirteen more games, right? Because okay, they have 16. fifty. Yeah, fifteen. No, there's okay. There's 15 games to go okay. in the tournament. If so, he would wind up at uh, 63 64. games altogether, 64-ish. The odds of perfectly guessing every game okay. <clears throat> in a bracket <laughs> are a little bit long. I mean, it's one in 9.2 quintillion. Oh, we learned that number last week. No, we learned quadrillion this is bigger really this is quintillion oh wow this is you know the five spot so quadrillion was 18 zeros this is what 21 wait this is quadra it's quintillion quintillion is one in 9.2 quintillion Mm. so how does he have the rest of the tournament playing out he says, I have Tennessee and Gonzaga, and then I pick Gonzaga to win it all. Wow. I'm pretty sure it's not going to remain perfect, but if I go wrong, I hope Michigan Michigan goes further than I have them. I'd be time to place a bet on Gonzaga. Jeez, that's crazy. Well, I used to have a similar formula where I would take like the seeds uh-huh. and then um, count the states from where the actual game was being played. And I would weight it that way. This wasn't exact science, but it was more accurate than the way I do it now. Was it? It worked better? Yeah. Yeah, because there's just no way to tell. I mean, again, the odds are so astronomical that it's not going to happen for this guy. It'd be fun if it did, but it's just, it probably won't. When when the odds are stacked at one one in 9.2 quintillion against Mm you, you're probably not going to (laughs) win. Wow, that's exciting, though. That's fun, though. Yeah, This is kind of like rooting for, uh, uh, what was the guy from Utah on Jeopardy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's his name? I don't know anymore. That guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, so that's what I'm I'm rooting for this guy. Ken Jennings. Thank you, Candace. Theresa May says she will resign if her Brexit deal passes. British Prime Minister Theresa May told members of her party yesterday that she's prepared to step down if they vote. Uh, to support her contentious Brexit deal. Her offer to resign came after months of chaos in Parliament and speculation that she would be forced out. Another moment of high drama in the Brexit process, May's move was a last-ditch effort to pass her deal to leave the European Union nearly three years after the voters approved of doing so clear back in 2016. It's interesting because, you know, it was the will of the people. Mm -hmm. And they keep putting this off and pushing it back and... It's not going to work out well if they go against the will of the people. And now you've got the noisy other side of this equation that lost in the first place, claiming that they're they're the ones who should be listened to now. And they want to do a revote. Well, no, you can't just 
revote every time. Well, okay, let's do past two out of three. <laughs> it, it doesn't work that way. Of course, the parliamentary system is so screwy. You know, you've always got a PM that somebody goes against their will or they don't like his his or her policies, and all of a sudden, they're stepping down. Okay, I resign. What? <laughs> wait, what? And uh, Yeah, let's do another election. Go Quitter. ahead. Quitter. All right, wait, what do you mean? Don't we do an election every four years? No, we do it when we feel like it and when somebody's pissed. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. always the worst time to do something, right? man. It's a, it's a it's a screwy that process. So That's weird. why we left that stinking island in the first place. Yeah, I mean, okay? seriously. They should learn a thing or two from us. Because you think, well, you have to resign because people are mad at your Brexit? Why? What? I got news for you. If that were the case, how oh many my presidents gosh. would have resigned? We'd have like 900 presidents Every by this time. Every three months, we'd have a new election. <laughs> <laughs> If we wouldn't be working on 45, we'd be working on 4,045. Or a quintillion or so. Yes. <laughs> um, but you know what the problem is? Problem is Yuri Geller. Oh, yeah. Yuri right. Geller is controlling Teresa May's that's mind. That's happening right now. Remember the, yep. the letter he wrote to her? I do. My dear Teresa, we've known each other for 21 years. Blah, blah, blah. I predicted your victory when I showed you Winston Churchill's spoon on my Cadillac. Which I asked you to touch. Pickup line. Strange. But he reminds us that his power has been validated by the CIA, MI5, and the Mossad. Wow. The CIA concluded, and we looked this up, they really did. I didn't look it up. I had. And we had somebody do your work. Thank you, Janie Longworth. But it is true. As a result of Geller's success in an experimental period, we consider that he has demonstrated his paranormal, paranormal perception ability in a convincing and unambiguous manner. <clears throat> it's easily verifiable. Just look at the official CIA website, he said. I've influenced many high-ranking officials around the world. On one occasion, <laughs> I bombarded the mind of Yuli Vorontsov, the Soviet Union's chief nuclear negotiator, to influence him telepathically. <laughs> To sign the Nuclear Arms Reduction Treaty, which I did successfully. Doing? He's taking credit for the Soviet Union signing on to the Arms Reduction mm. Treaty. Okay. Okay. He's, he is powerful. Uh, now, we were looking at a video yesterday of him on the Carson Show, on Johnny Carson. Carson put him right on the spot. It was so uncomfortable. Uh, sh- we should have gotten that video ready, but that, yeah. <clears throat> but we didn't. Um mm. But he's he's on the show, and Carson presents this tray full of metal objects for him to bend with his mind, and says, "Okay, whenever you're ready, go ahead and bend them. Don't touch them, though." And they kept them away from him the whole time. And so now we want to see if you really can bend these things with your mind. And of course, he couldn't, and wouldn't, and didn't. Oh. However, we did see. A video where Yuri did bend a spoon. He kind of rubs it with his finger slightly. And then, uh, can we show that? Let's see that. Hi, I'm Uri Geller. Hi, Uri. I'm about to teach you something quite extraordinary. I'm, I'm excited. Okay. Spoon bending. Spoon bending! Yes! International psychic mystifier spoon bender. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. Open up your mind. Do not be skeptical. Don't. Believe in yourself. 
I believe. Be positive. Yes. First of all, find a comfortable place around you, anywhere. Okay. But most important, get comfortable. Pick up and pick up a spoon. spoon. Yes. Yep. Yes. Hold the spoon gently, with your thumb exactly the way you see it, and okay. your forefinger. Yeah. Begin to rub it. Rub ever it. so gently. Whoa. Ever and so gently. That very soon. Don't forget to believe. It's going to start melting. Totally believe. Yeah, yeah, it's going. I can feel it now. You can feel spoon, it. If you know. Oh, look at that! Is oh, it becomes soft. Completely soft and pliable. Like Let me show it. Yeah. Wow. To the camera very Woo! No, I see it. I see it, Ori. It's yes. melting. It is literally it's melting. Bending. It's bending. Is it happening to you? But look at this now. Oh. So I'm going to shake this spoon. Flopping. It's going. And there it is. Oh. There. Wow! It broke. Right there. Action wow. replay. It breaks. Right there. There you go. All right, so we have brought in some spoons, and we're going to follow oh. his directions, I believe. I am positive this oh. is going to happen. Oh, positive, yes. Now I'm positive. So I got this spoon. Okay, I got a spoon. Now this is the guy that's going to prevent Brexit from happening. He mm -hmm. said he will not allow uh, Britain to leave the European Union. Nope. He wants He wants them to stay. Okay. Guy doesn't even live in Britain. I don't know why he cares so much. He lives in Israel. But uh, rub it ever so gently. You got to talk sweet to it. I believe. Oh, oh, that's right. I forgot that part. I believe. I'm staying very positive. I believe. I'm believe. rubbing ever so gently. Okay. Bend. Bend. Come on, you SOB. Let's go. Bend. Bend. No, don't no. Don't be mean to it. Don't be mean to it. Oh, gentle. Bend. 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 Be sweet. Bend. Bend me. Shape me any way you want me. All right. How's and, it going over there? Uh, well, <clears throat> it's not quite as pliable as you'd like, but mm. it it yeah. is starting to be a lot like plastic. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, man. Me huh? too. It got so white hot from the rubbing. It it's, became it's plastic. Hot. It's kind of hot. It's white. Look oh. at that. Oh, wow. it broke. Snapped it. Oh. Just like that. <laughs> Thank you, Yuri, for that incredible lesson on how to bend spoons. That's going to come in really handy uh, hmm. for Jeffy, I guess, because it's the it's only good. word he knows. That's good. Spoons. It's gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend the next 45 minutes. Just working on my spoon over here. Yeah, keep working it. Mm -hmm. Let's see what happens. Uh, he does, though, he, he warns Theresa May he feels psychically and very strongly that most British people don't want Brexit. So he says, I love you very much, Theresa, but I will not allow you to lead Britain away from the European Union. Mm. So there you go. So let it be written. Mm. So let it be done. Spoon's not bending. I mean, way. it's a guy, it's a guy who bends cutlery. Mm -hmm. you, you can't go against that. It's not working for me, man. <laughs> but I'm believing too. I don't understand, like what the problem is. I, you know, I, we had when I was in Houston, we had uh, one my boss there uh, really loved psychics oh, and no, loved all of that stuff. Huh. And <laughs> I, well, let's just say I'm skeptical. <sighs> yeah. About psychic ability. Yeah. And. I, so he would force these psychics on us all once a week at least yeah. for a while. It was ridiculous. And I used to try to tell people because they would call and try to get advice from the psychic. Like, um, I don't remember what, if, Psychic Sydney or something. Mm. And they would call her and say, Psychic Sydney, I, I, I'm afraid my husband is cheating on me. Mm -hmm. Well, 
Really? You're going to put that in her hands and go by what she says? First of all, she's going to say, yes, he is. Because if you if you suspect something, there's probably something going on. Where there's smoke, there's fire. And I think that's what they go by. Well, we had the pet psychic on lady. Remember that time? Yeah. And um, and Oh, yeah. And, and we made up the cat scenario, yeah, right? Well, it, was a, it was a true, my cat Gertrude would, <laughs> would just pee all, and not even try to get in the litter pan. Would stand in the litter pan just as like a token. Like, it was yeah, depressed whatever. or something. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. And so the, the, the lady uh, had Carrie on the phone, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, okay, so the litter pan, it's out in the open, isn't it? No, it's in a closet that we keep open <laughs> by like five inches, so it's complete privacy. She got absolutely every no, point everything wrong. Everything was wrong. It every was point. so bad. And this spoon's still not bending. I'm a little... Well, it, just give it a minute. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not used to doing it like Uri is. I guess. I'm That's believing. true. I'm mm-hmm. believing. I'm believing. Let me take a minute and tell you about Brickhouse Nutrition. Uh, this is great stuff. And I uh, just had, had this for dinner last night, actually. It was my, my huh. actual dinner. Oh. Uh, just... Took a scoop, and every scoop, by the way, of Field of Greens is real USDA organic fruits and vegetables with antioxidant power that will boost your immune system and is pre and probiotic. And you just take a, a spoonful or a, a little cupful and you dump it in well, before and you bend, blend it up. Before you bend the spoon, you want mm-hmm. to use it to put the yes, Field right. of Greens in there. And which I did mm-hmm. and made a smoothie out of it. It was great. And I get all that nutrition in my diet without eating kale uh, because kale is nasty. And I, I contend it is not food. It is not food. So if you're like me and you just hate vegetables and you, you don't want to be bothered with it, go to Field of Greens. Get that nutrition in your diet that way. You can just put it in eight ounces of water. Make yourself a smoothie. It's really good. It sweetens the drink and, um, and then it, it gives you all that healthy nutrient. Go to BrickHousePat.com and get 15% off your first order when you use the offer code PAT. A better you awaits. A more healthy you. BrickHousePat.com. Offer code PAT. Pat Gray. Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Fascinating story about a woman who is i think 71 years old now and she has gone through her life with zero pain and she also has apparently no worry in her she can't worry about things she's got this positive attitude and she never feels pain um so she doesn't need pain relief medication ever Hmm. even when she's in surgery and uh, no anxiety medication, obviously, uh, is necessary. But what they're trying to do is develop medication for people based on studying her. Wow. For decades, she's been cheerfully bumping into things, burning herself, getting bruised. She uh, has never stopped to ask why her injuries didn't hurt. She gave birth to both her children without once resorting to drugs. Uh, she laughs off offers of anesthesia during dental work, if you can believe that. So, you know, you're getting your tooth pulled or root canal doesn't bother her at all. So her nerves only let her perceive pleasure? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. It's not like she's numb. No. Wow. She's not numb. She just doesn't feel pain. That is fascinating. It's not weird. Often the first she knows of being burned is if she smells her flesh burning. 
And virtually nothing worries her when a van smashed into her on a remote country road and knocked her her vehicle upside down into a ditch. She was completely unfazed, and she was confronting the driver that hit her. She was comforting the driver that hit her. Like, hey, I'm, don't worry about it. It's okay. It's fine. She's upside down in her vehicle, comforting the other guy who caused the accident. That so, seems dangerous because you need your body to tell yeah, exactly. you when you got something going on internally. Right. It's amazing that she's lasted this long. Right. When she was in her 60s, she was preparing for an arthritis operation on her hand. And uh, the anesthesiologist said, you're definitely going to need some strong painkillers after this because this can be really brutal. She said, yeah, I bet I won't. <laughs> and when he <clears throat> came around after the operation and saw she was right, he said, wow, this is not normal. <laughs> and so they started looking into why she feels no pain. And apparently she's fine with, you know, she wants to help. And so she's allowing them to make her a research guinea pig. She's 71 now. Apparently her son has the same thing not to the extent she does he can feel pain it just takes a lot to make him feel it that would be really cool so they're trying to based on you know her chemical makeup they're trying to come up with medicines that will relieve pain and uh, also anxiety almost sounds like the makings of a superhero right doesn't it <laughs> Yeah, it reminds me of that, uh, what was it called, the Bruce Willis one? Um, uh, Invincible or something? Yeah. Or, 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 or Unbreakable? Unbreakable, or that's what it was. Yeah. And so, as far as I know, she's not out fighting crime, though, on as the streets. As far as you know. As far as I know. As far as you know. You know, and maybe, she, maybe this is just her, her humble, lovable alter ego that we're seeing here. We don't know what she's doing at night. Does she wear a cape? I mean, maybe at night. Mm-hmm. Maybe she does. How old is she? Seventy-one. Wow. And I'm—I I don't want to be morbid here, but I wonder mm-hmm. what she's going to end up dying of. You know? Yeah, I don't. And, I don't know. And is she going to see it coming? <clears throat> because usually this would be a big deal for people. They would say, you know, that's dangerous because you don't know. Pain is what tells you, hey, we're in trouble here. That's your body alerting you to uh-huh. the issue happening. And they said it has hurt her because, like, a while ago she tripped. And smashed her knee on the ground and just got up and she was fine. Well, later on, the bleeding caused her not to be able to walk. And that's and they said, hey, if you'd gotten treatment for that sooner, knowing that you were hurt, uh, it wouldn't have gotten that bad. So it can be really detrimental. Uh, 888-900-3393. Also, do you remember the woman? This was clear back in 2004. Some idiot teenager threw a frozen turkey through her windshield and broke every bone in her face. Almost killed her. Uh, then they charged him with a crime and they wanted to send him to jail for a good long time. He was 18 years old. And she went to the authorities and said, no, no, I, I don't want to press any charges against him. I, I, don't, I don't want him to go to jail because of this. I forgive him completely. Wow. And she got him off of mm. those charges. She just passed away at 59. Um, and on her uh, obituary, it said, forgive someone today on the death notice. That's really, wow. really cool. So there are there's some good people and some good things happening in the world. It's nice to just 
remember that from time to time. Forgive someone today. Forgive somebody today. Mm. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. In a minute, we're gonna play that. Uh, we're gonna play the Yuri Geller appearance on Johnny Carson. Oh, so uncomfortable. But you know, if he's gonna control the mind of Theresa May to where he makes sure that the will of the people doesn't happen, I think you need to know who this guy is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll, we're gonna show you uh, from many years ago. I think this was the seventies. Yeah, nineteen eighty, somewhere in there. Uh, it was a while ago. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about Freedom Project Academy. Seventy billion dollars of taxpayer money will be spent on public education this year, um, and yet a new report finds that just two in five American students are ready for college. Now, the other problem with school is uh, Common Core. Well, there's a lot of problems with school, but <laughs> another major problem... It's only a minute-long spot. <laughs> ...is Common Core, right. Um, and if you don't want your kids subjected to all of that, you want something with traditional values that helps students develop strong foundations in math and science and English and American history, you need Freedom Project Academy. It's a complete interactive educational experience where students attend live classes with other kids around the country. Go to freedomforschool.com and get your free information packet today. It's freedom for school, F-O-R, freedomforschool.com. Enroll by Sunday to take advantage of the best early bird discount. Take back control of your kids' education. Freedomforschool.com. Almost like uh, almost like the Beto. Of course, nothing could be nothing could compare to the Beto guitar playing. Mm-mm. I mean, when you got this going, on, this is it. I'm afraid the show's gonna be over before they get done. Yeah, you don't don't worry about it. It's not. It's not. It's, that's so good. Is it? That's the word we're going with. Beto shredding right there. Good. Oh man. Well, you think that's not? It's great. Is that what you're looking for? No, I mean, great. Yeah, it's great. Yes. I mean, it's impossible to replicate, of course. But uh, let me turn this up a little bit because I want to hear this. You're uh, going to try the impossible? I'm going to try the impossible right now. Of course, I mean, you know, when you're dealing with the master. I mean, that too is great, though. You're not going to. You're just not gonna completely. Now I'm all tangled. There we go. Okay. Oh, oh. oh that's kind of like the end of his oh. segment. <laughs> all right. It's like you know. That's it's good. like trying to duplicate <sighs> Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Or Randy Rhodes. How many man hours did you put into trying to figure out how to cover Beto? Thousands. Thousands. A quintillion? Ever since we first heard it, like I've been... one quintillion hours? Probably. Mm-hmm. Something like that, yeah. Interesting article in the week that just came out about Beto O'Rourke, speaking of Beto. Um, they compare him to uh, John Edwards. I think that's a pretty apt comparison. Another guy who was a pretty boy that everybody 
uh, thought was this fresh, wonderful new candidate that is exciting to get behind, all of that stuff. Uh, and the guy who who wrote this, uh, let me see, uh, James Antle III mm. says O'Rourke gives off a very John Edwards vibe, not in a creepy sex scandal sort of way, but Edwards totally reinvented himself between his two presidential campaigns. He ran in 2004 as a centrist, and at the time, that seemed the best opportunity to carve out a space in the field. Um, but then... Edwards swung left four years later, running as a Two Americas anti-poverty progressive, when that became a better strategy. O'Rourke has done exactly the same thing. When he launched his first congressional campaign in 2012, uh, he was a savvy centrist who could work across the aisle for uh, fiscal reform, and he could work with fiscal conservatives, and he considered himself fiscally conservative. But now, of course, he has lurched complete, completely left. He's a full-throated liberal uh, it, trying, to, trying to compete with the likes of Bernie Sanders mm-hmm. and, and Elizabeth Warren. Uh, so it'll be fascinating to see if, if uh, Beto really makes an impact. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, we've got this campus reform video I want to get to. <laughs> they went to Marymount University in Virginia. And uh, they asked what should be considered free speech and what crosses the line. Now, with today's kids, <laughs> you know this is not going to go well. No. Here's what happened. What speech should be allowed and then what speech crosses a line and shouldn't be allowed on campuses? Um, I think if it's like hateful and like disrespectful to specific groups, then that's not okay. But I can be disrespectful to you though, right? I have the right, right? Yeah, but it's not nice. <laughs> but does the Constitution say I have to be nice, though? No, no, I don't know. It's okay to disagree, but you have to do it respectfully and in an adult manner. Because if you're going to talk no, you about don't. free speech, then you need to back it up with facts and not just your personal no, opinion. You really don't. But as far as no. having the right to speak up, I, I'm allowed yeah, to be disrespectful, right? No. What? I am, though, right? I mean, the First Amendment says right. I can I can speak out. I mean, if you want to be an that's your life choice. But it's more about having the right to do so. Um. Wow. I I don't. Think so, so bad. As long as what you're doing is respectful, you should be allowed to do whatever you want. What if I'm disrespectful? Should I still be allowed to speak? I should be allowed to speak, but if someone is, if you're directly offending someone with like racial slurs or something, then I mean you should be escorted off campus or asked to stop. Or anything that would make another one uncomfortable <laughs> of like moral wow. issues, you know, like you wouldn't say something, something rude to another person, you know, treat others. I have the right to be rude to you though, right? Can't, I mean, <laughs> I, I can be rude to you if I want though, that's rude. my right. You can be rude, mm-hmm. but, but it, it needs to be, uh, the line needs to be drawn on where. Uh-huh. Does it? I don't know. I don't know how to form it. I, right. I know my opinion. I just huh. don't know how to form it. Do ya? I think that you can be yeah, rude, problem, but man. as long as you are... As long as I'm... Not saying anything discriminatory and anything you know. Uh-huh. Right. Anything you know, like... Such as? Wow. That's our future. Well, that's the indoctrination, isn't it? That's what they've been taught. That you can't be offended. We need to create safe spaces. There's, there's got to be respectful dialogue. There's no place for hate or anger. All of those things. And free speech has not been taught to these kids. No. They don't understand it. 
Either has independent thought. Nope. No, look at the collective mindset here. And there's more. I understand you have free rights to say what you want about people, but when it's like negatively impacting our school as a whole right, and yeah, other students you around you, like that's, that's that's crossing the line. Is it the okay. line mm-hmm. should be crossed where you know where? another person is either personally mm-hmm. attacked or a group of people are personally um, you know victimized within that that speech. If you're just saying like useless rhetoric then you shouldn't be not necessarily not allowed to but you should maybe have to ask for a permit or something and ask for permission in advance. <laughs> so I think there is a yeah, level of the constitution, the constitution that needs to be is the permit. there I think no, free speech is important no, really as long as you can do it in a respectful <laughs> manner that doesn't degrade other people. I think that people are allowed to have your opinion, but wow. as long as you're not being hateful towards other people and, you know, uh-huh. causing an issue. On one hand, uh, hate speech obviously is something you don't want having go around, but I do think everyone is entitled to their opinion. Um, well, it's very obviously put right before, like, hate speech and, like, things that people know is obviously wrong. There's obviously things that maybe don't need to be said but if that's how someone feels like mm-hmm. they should be allowed to say it like oh. and they'll get their own consequences for that but like mm-hmm. okay. if you have an opinion whether mm-hmm. it's right or wrong or whether it's like mm-hmm. mean or nice mean. like it's your opinion right Thank you yeah <laughs> that's about as close as we're gonna get Pat. yeah we got that close right there <laughs> she kind of got close to it yeah like like you know if it's not mean well like i guess you could you know be mean as long as nobody hears it Wait. Like if you're talking to yourself in your room and you're alone uh-huh. at home okay, well that in might a be soundproof a, That might be a red capsule. flag for something else. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, I got you. Uh, is there more of this? I think there's yeah, one, one more, more right? President Trump this week is signing an executive order saying that if a university does not defend the First Amendment on campus and students' free speech rights, that they could lose taxpayer funding. What's your thought on that? Do you think that's a positive or negative step? I feel like it's positive. I mean... I feel like, to a certain extent, free speech is really important, especially for young people today, because there's so many things that like we have a different take on than people who are in power. Universities, like regardless of their personal like beliefs, need to like allow their students to have their own thoughts. Seems like Mm. a Mm -hmm. reasonable idea, but I personally don't really like Trump, so I feel like there's like some undercurrent that I probably wouldn't agree with, to be (laughs) honest. Wow, man, that that girl with the apple just terrifying. Mm. Look at the indoctrination. Look at how being uh, offensive is the worst thing to these people. They There's nothing worse than offending somebody. That's something constitutional in their mind that you can't, <laughs> you cannot offend anyone. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's the only sort of speech that needs protection. Mm. If you're just being nice all the time. Who's gonna? Who's going to object to that? Yep. Nobody. Wow, they don't understand. They just and they're the they're wow. the generation that's taking over. They're, they're they're coming up to the plate. They're the ones that's supposed to be protecting those rights. <sighs> this uh, is frightening. This is terrifying. And it it happens all the time. Campus reform is doing a great job at showing how these millennials think and oh, how do they, do they think at all yeah that well <laughs> they only think the things that were taught them yeah uh in the little indoctrination camps called public school and because wow they all have that well as long as you don't offend anybody well as long as it's not mean well as long as it's not res- as long as you're being respectful 
You can say whatever you want, unless somebody's offended. Yeah. <laughs> what? And this is the participation trophy generation. Yep. Those are the same people who don't want to offend anybody. And oh, by the way, I'm awesome. I've been told that every day since I was born. Right. Right. It's a bad combination right there. This is what happens when you just, you turn them loose and you send them to school and you don't pay any attention to what they're learning. Mm -hmm. And they just get this uh, brainwashing in public school that you can't say anything offensive to anybody around you. And only your opinion counts and only your opinion should be heard if somebody else is saying something you don't like they should be thrown off campus they should be shouted down you have every right to stop them from speaking super dangerous yep really really bad uh you know what else is dangerous is uh somebody stealing your title online and it happens quite a bit Late last year, the Manhattan District Attorney's Office released a grand jury report noting that law enforcement had received 2,000 complaints of deed fraud and almost every case involved a faulty notarization. The problem is so bad, the grand jury called it an epidemic. Criminals look for vulnerable properties. They scan the obituaries. They pour through public records. And it can take as little as a forged deed to transfer ownership of your home. And then it's almost impossible to reverse. Once that title is transferred, they take out a mortgage on your home. Sometimes they sell your property. Sometimes they rent it out. How'd you like it if a U-Haul shows up at your house? (laughs) A moving van. And uh, here come the the people that just rented your house. Oh, man. Uh, But now you can prevent this crime from ever happening to you or someone you love with Home Title Lock. For just pennies a day, Home Title Lock puts a barrier around your home's title and mortgage. Go to Home Title Lock. Dot com and register your home to learn if your title has already been compromised. And if you register your home now, you'll get a free title scan and report that's a $100 value. You'll get that thrown in for free. Go to HomeTitleLock.com, HomeTitleLock.com. Pat Gray. Unleashed. All right, here's that uh, Yuri Geller appearance on Johnny Carson. This is the guy that's con- controlling the Brexit situation right now. He is controlling the mind of Theresa May, and he will not allow Brexit to happen, he says. Does he really have that power? Ooh. I don't know. When you look back at this uh, segment from Johnny Carson, you kind of wonder. Here's what happened. Would you welcome, please, Uri Geller. Johnny had been a magician himself and was skeptical. I was asked to help prevent any trickery. Nice to see you. Thanks. We uh, we this, have only met... This scares me. This, this scares you? Well, this <laughs> is just, we just got some things together here. And I told I them said, to provide their own props and not to let Geller or his people anywhere uh, near them. Also, one of our staff members... Uh, did some drawings which have been sealed in an envelope uh, and I'd like you to take your own pace when you feel like you want to try anything. Right. Do you want to try that particular uh, experiment first? When I'll feel free. When okay. you can? Sure. We'll start eliminating the ones that do not have the water. All right, without touching them. He is really suspicious now. <laughs> I'm having a hard time with you. Okay, I don't mean to be, Yuri. I really no, don't. Just, just keep looking. 
Okay, we're looking at these metal objects. Okay, let me raise a little, all right? All right. Uh, <laughs> staring at him. You know, I'm surprised because before this program, uh -huh. your producer came and he read me at least 40 questions you're going to ask me. Well, I can ask you all kinds of Where questions if you'd like, if you'd like me to ask me questions. I have to have time. And, uh, mm -hmm. Oh, um, no. Uh -huh. You gotta have time. So uh, awkward. awkward. They go to a break. <laughs> and now they're Sorry, back. We are back. Your Uri was telling me you 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 don't feel what strong tonight. I don't Is feel that... strong. It's not all tonight. Right now I'm feel I'm feeling being pressed, and then I can't. Well, I'm not trying to press you. I really not. Uh, you no, know, you're only I'm... telling me. Well, will you try that or that? Well, I thought that was the idea. Of... <laughs> he thought. I thought that was the idea of, uh, you know, what you do. I thought you bend spoons mm -hmm. with your mind. And, and we, so we've, we've, proved, we've proven on this show. we got spoons. We can do that. To bend you know? with your mind. Oops. And Dropped so. it. I'm going to pick it back up now. Oh, look at there. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> that was uh, rough, man. That's really rough. Really, <sighs> really awkward. And, you know, I think, I don't know if Johnny was, obviously he was very skeptical mm -hmm. of the guy. And he should have been because he couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, but he can stop Brexit. But I don't stuff. know that he wanted to humiliate the guy. What will humiliate him is if Brexit happens. Yes. <laughs> he yeah. said he's going to control the mind of Theresa May. Well, maybe not. Yeah, we'll see. Well, that's weird. He could stop it. He can make a nuclear <clears throat> trade pact go through. Right. But um, I can't find where water is in a salt shaker. <laughs> as evidenced by Johnny Carson. Oh, is that what he was supposed to be doing? Yeah, th th that's what they said. You know, find the ones that have water in it. Uh, okay. And that's when Johnny was like, without touching them. Yeah. And he couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. I mean, he didn't, he didn't even attempt it because he knew he'd probably be wrong. So what does he do? He must manipulate the spoons. He makes them, he makes them weak to begin with. And then there's some kind of thing that he does with them when he was rubbing his fingers on them. And then they just become pliable. I don't know. I mean, it's not Winston Churchill's know. spoon. So... Which was on his Cadillac or something, he said, right? He, and he I wanted to resubmit his stories, you have to be there? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. But probably. no, so uh, Brexit, uh, Theresa May saying uh, she'll resign uh, once we get this Brexit thing done. <laughs> so I want to go home now. <laughs> it, what would be nice is if uh, Uri could uh, control the minds of our lawmakers and convince them to stop spending so much money uh, so that we don't go bankrupt. Um, we just spent, our federal spending just hit the highest level since the bank bailout and Obama stimulus. And that happened in uh, February, which has 28 days in it. <laughs> it was the largest <laughs> deficit of all time. Oh, boy. The federal government spent one, uh, wow, that's, wait. A lot of That's zeros. not possible, is it? One trillion eight hundred twenty-two billion seven hundred twelve million in the first five months of the fiscal year. Yep, of fiscal twenty nineteen. Isn't that something? One point eight trillion. Trillion. It's grotesque. How's that possible? I, I mean, I don't even know how that's possible. It's what are you madness. buying? What are you spending it on? What are you doing? Uh, well, they're spending it on the Mueller report. That's for one, yeah. Yeah. one of the things they're spending. Well, that's money. why the $35 million we spent for that seems like zero. Yeah. Wow. Um, and this, so this is the most since uh, Bush signed the $700 billion bailout. Yeah. 
and Obama did the $787 billion stimulus. So the first five months of this fiscal year that wrapped up uh, in February <clears throat> was more than the five months that encompassed the bailout and the Shh, stimulus. That is crazy. I, we're, we're a country gone mad, man. It's That's it's, crazy. Yeah. That's horrifying. What kind of freak would spend that much money? Well, I would. That's true. That is, that That's is true. true. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. hee <laughs> hee! But I spend it on good things, like the bones of the elephant man. Yeah. The elephant man had to be preserved. You don't spend them on uh, Winston Churchill spoons, do you? No. Okay. But I do buy Jesus juice and give it to the 12-year-old boy children. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and it had unleashed on uh, on Twitter. Also, the DHS has released twenty four thousand illegals into the United States. What last year? Last what five years? No, uh, in the last two weeks, <laughs> twenty four thousand just released. Let go. Yeah, yeah well, we don't we don't have any room for you. Well, they're so, gonna yeah. come back for their court hearing. Oh, they pinky promised. Yeah, yeah, they pinky promised. What do you mean? There's no so, problem. There's no problem at all between March fifth and twentieth. About 24,000 illegals have been released into the interior of the United States while they await their immigration and asylum hearings. You know they're going to be back for those hearings. They don't want to miss out on that. Obviously, they respect our laws enough to come here legally. (laughs) They're going to, of course, respect the court system, too. Obviously. The vast majority of these four nationals never appear at their hearings, of course, and the overwhelming majority are never deported from the country. Mm Mm-hmm. Catch and release process often entails federal immigration officials busing uh, border crossers into nearby border cities and dropping them off with the promise that they'll show up for their immigration and asylum hearings, sometimes years later. Okay, uh, 2023, we'll see you back here uh, in court and we'll do your hearing. Sounds good. See you then. (laughs) Or not. They don't say that out loud until they're outside the building. Meanwhile, they're having as many kids as they can that are become automatically Americans. So, of these 24,000 individuals released, uh, 2,500 were released in San Diego, 4,000 in Phoenix, 7,500 in El Paso, and 10,000 were released in San Antonio. Overall, in the last three months, 108,500 border crossers and illegal aliens have been released by DHS into the interior of the country. Nearly 50,000 were released in the San Antonio area since the beginning of the year. Don't worry about it. That's not a problem. The more the merrier. Ollie, ollie, all come free. So if you do that, they said there's now over 4,000 encounters with illegal aliens crossing the border per day, which only adds up to 1.46 million a year. Mm-hmm. So that's nothing to worry about. One million four hundred sixty thousand a year. Is that a problem for anybody? No. If if it is a problem, you're a hater and a xenophobe. Thank you. (laughs) So let's just get that straight right from the start, shall we? We we learned by the story right ahead of that that you had about how much we're spending. We've got so much here. We might as well just open the doors and let everyone in because obviously we have plenty of money to spend on them once they get here. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Uh, we've just got a never-ending supply. You spend all you want. We'll make more. 
And that's actually true. And that's what we're doing. That's we're just we're printing doing. more. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like Lay's <laughs> potato chips. What's the problem? Oh, boy. Unbelievable. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You know what the problem is? It's what? white man's culture. That's the problem. We've got to do something about white man's culture. Oh, okay. uh, Joe Biden talked about this the other day. Um, he was talking in regards to Anita Hill and that hearing, and he should have done something about white man culture. Uh, here's what he had to say. A really notable woman, Anita Hill, professor, showed the courage of a lifetime, mm-hmm. talking about her experience being harassed by Clarence Thomas. We knew a lot less about the extent of harassment back then, over 30 years mm-hmm. ago. Right. But she paid a terrible price. Terrible. She terrible. was abused through the hearing. Yeah. She was taken advantage of. Oh, no. Her reputation was attacked. Um, somebody else's was, something. too. I opposed Clarence Thomas' nomination. Hmm. I voted against him. But I also realized there was a real and perceived problem the committee faced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There were a bunch of white guys. Oh, no. No, I mean it sincerely. Yeah. A bunch Don't of white say guys. that. No, white guys? Hearing, oh, no. Hearing this testimony. No. Judiciary Committee. Oh, my God. So when Anita Hill, when Anita Hill came to testify, she faced mm-hmm. a committee. Yeah, of white that people. That didn't fully understand Holy what the God. hell it was all about. No. <laughs> to this day, right? I regret I couldn't come up with a way to get her the kind of hearing she deserved, yeah. given the courage she showed by right. reaching out to us. Mm-hmm. The hearing she deserved was a hearing where she was respected, mm-hmm. where the tone of the questioning was not the hostile tone. and insulting, where the fact that she stepped forward was recognized as mm-hmm. an act of courage in and of itself. Right, right. Because let's face it. Let's face it. Back in 1991, it took a lot of courage to take on a man <laughs> who was so much a part of the establishment and the power structure. Right. I realize I get a little people. too passionate about this sometimes, but we all have an obligation. Yeah. To do nothing less than change the culture. Change the culture. The white culture. Change the laws. We change right? the laws. Change them. Change, change the, the culture. culture. Yeah. The culture. The culture. You all know what the phrase rule of thumb means? Uh, okay, I can't from? take it anymore. Stop the madness with this guy. Uh, the self-loathing white people. I'm so sick and tired of it. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's despicable. He got all the buzzwords in there. Yeah, you know, he sure he got did. The, the female, the yeah. minority. Right. He's doing it. He's oh, running. By the way, the person they were talking about was also a minority. I don't know if oh. you noticed that. And he got disparaged a little bit in that oh. process. Is, that's not a problem?